We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van It is so good to see you, my friends. Welcome back to another audio adventure on Insight. I'm CVV, Chris Van Vliet. If you haven't yet, please hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If it happens to be Apple Podcasts, oh man, it'd be amazing if you could leave a rating on there, a review on there, that'd be better. And it's because of you, we just hit a thousand ratings on Spotify. Crazy. So I don't know what's next. Like, is it 2,000? I mean, that'd be big. Let's do it. 2,000 ratings on Spotify. Let's make it happen. But so grateful that you're here with us. So grateful to sit down with the legendary Chris Angel. What an honor to be able to share a conversation with him. I mean, when you think of the all-time great magicians, he is on that list for sure. And I'm sure it's the case with you, but I first found out about Chris through his TV show, Mind Freak, where he did some insane things like levitating, hanging from a helicopter with fish hooks in his back, walking on water, and his live Vegas show at Planet Hollywood, which is also called Mind Freak, highlights a lot of that incredible magic, illusions, stunts, performances, whatever you want to call it. He also has a new TV show called Magic with the Stars. He tells us a little bit more about it during this conversation, but it's Saturday nights, eight o'clock on the CW, and he teaches celebrities to perform some of these massive illusions on stage, like the ones that he does in his own show. He teaches celebrities to do this, and then they compete against each other. So good. Take a screenshot. Please share this with somebody who loves Chris Angel and Tag us both. Chris is just at Chris Angel. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Chris Angel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've never met a Chris that I don't like. <laughs> Although I don't know if I've met anyone that spells it the way that you do. What was the, what was the idea behind spelling it like that? Well, just to be uh, a little different. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just always uh, wanted to spell my name a little different. Always practiced my signature when I was a kid. Always wanted to be successful in the world of entertainment. And, uh, you know, it was innate in me since I can remember. That's all I ever did was magic and music since I was six years old. 
Do you remember the first time that you were introduced to magic and, and what your reaction was when you saw it? Yeah, my Aunt Stella, when I was six, taught me my first card trick. I saw her do it, and I didn't understand how it worked. Drove her crazy to teach it to me. Eventually, she did. And then I drove everybody crazy in my house, doing the same trick over and over and over again until uh, a little later in life, when I was 10 or 11, I got a magic set under the Christmas tree. And then I really got bit with the bug, and I started... Uh, really taking it seriously and started performing for birthday parties, private events when I was 12 and performed at bars starting at 14. So it was quick. <laughs> and we have something in common other than, you know, our amazing first name. It's I'm a big WWE fan. All right. I'm we interview a lot of pro wrestlers on the show. And I know that you really got your first big break at it was WWF New York at the time. That's true. The McMahons, uh, still good friends to this day and gave me an opportunity to take their banquet room in the basement of the what was the WWF. Then they got the F out and it was WWE. And, uh, you know, eventually I was supposed to do like a few weeks there. It ended up turning into uh, I did uh, over a year. I think I did 14 months there, uh, did 600 performances um, Broadway and 43rd in the basement there in a makeshift theater that I created. And it was the real start of all of these other things that uh, to follow, which was my first television uh, special on uh, on a network then and and then another one. And then I went to Japan and did one. And then then I finally sold Mind Freak. So it all kind of evolved in and escalated uh, from the WWE. They kind of gave me my first break, break uh, thanks to the McMahons. So were you in that like whole Times Square hustle of like trying to get people to come into your show? Yeah, I used to, uh, I used to, I had really, really long hair at the time down to right. my thigh and I used to tuck it up in a hat and uh, go out and hand out flyers as somebody else and, you know, how to get people there. But the show was, was, was very successful considering it was a small room. And uh, really help uh, create the foundation. And the McMahons uh, really supported me in the way of, you know, giving me coverage through the WWE and also having their wrestlers come see some of the demonstrations that I did, whether it was being underwater for 24 hours in the middle of Times Square or hanging by six fish hooks for six hours. Um, they always had wrestlers uh, come by and support me, the big show, Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, you name it, everybody, uh, I was had the pleasure of meeting back then. I love how you rhyme off these performances. Like they're nothing. I was just hanging from fish hooks for six hours. No big deal. It's just a day in the office. You know, I, I perform mind freak, uh, at Planet Hollywood, which thankfully to all of your viewers, uh, is, is the number one best-selling show in Las Vegas. And, you know, I've been performing here since 2005 and, been doing thousands of shows and uh you know i created an experience that uh is immersive is revolutionary and literally puts my life on the line because it's a very um physical show and what i try to do is to create an experience that you can't have anywhere else in the world not just in not just in las vegas but uh and i think that's really why people have gravitated towards towards the show you know because i do all these kind of crazy things over their head it happens behind them there's a tornado in the show and i think that was able to kind of manifest itself and translate into magic with the stars now and now i have celebrities 
performing my material that I teach them and Emmy award-winning comedian Lonnie, Lonnie Love, master magician Lance Burton and myself judged them, hosted by the hilarious Eddie Griffin. So it's something completely different on television, something completely different live when you see my show. So it's kind of my world. So what's so interesting about that is it's this fine balance of like being a great student, learning the ins and outs of how the illusion is done, and then also being great at showmanship on stage and pulling it off. So where's the balance there? Well, I mean, for me, I've been doing this for so long. Um, you know, it's all about creating experiences that are completely unique and original. Um, but for me, it's about reverse engineering. What do I want to see as a fan? What do I want to see that would be a visual feast? And then I reverse engineer whatever that is, how to do it. Um, and that's how I create it in my 60,000 square foot studio out here. And that's why, you know, when you come see Mind Freak or you watch Magic with the Stars, you see things that you've never seen before. You see the greatest levitation or what has been named the greatest levitation of all time, um, because I was able to evolve that for over 20 years in my studios and on the stage and really make something that's completely unique from any other illusion in the world and something that really garners a tremendous respect from the community worldwide. So when a celebrity comes to you on Magic with the Stars, where do you even begin? Well, it's we break it down to three different categories. So there's close-up magic or mentalism, parlor or stage, uh, and then we have grand illusion or grand escape. So we take three different categories and we take the two celebrities and teach them um, basically the same three categories, uh, but different effects. Um, sometimes the a demonstration, which is our grand illusion or escape, would be the same. And we want to see like what they're going to bring to the presentation so that the audience, the home audience can to see the difference of who presented this better, the same illusion, who can do it better. Um, but then we have different uh, close-up effects that they perform, bringing their own style and presentation and personality and character to it. So um, it's about really breaking it down to what are they learning? And how do I teach it to them in a way that they can really grasp and that can be the quickest way for them to learn? And so what I do is look at their discipline. If they're an actor, they're used to learning lines. They're used to, you know, taking and doing, you know, hitting marks and dealing and interacting with props and people and facial expressions and costumes. So I do layer, I do like a layer approach when I teach it to them so that I just teach them the base and then build on from there. And it's really fascinating when you get different celebrities, you know, whether it's, you know, two UFC fighters like, you know, Randy Couture and Frank Mir, Hall of Famers, you know, champions, um, and what their discipline is and how to teach them magic and let them do what they do in their arena, but also take them out of their wheelhouse and have them do something that they might not be comfortable in. And so for me, it's fascinating to see people like that or Olympians like, you know, uh, a gold medalist, uh, Tara Lipinski, you know, brought home the gold for us and Johnny Weir competing against each other, ice ice skaters, figure skaters. And then you take uh, Frankie Muniz and Lolo Jones, an Olympian versus an actor. And how does that work? 
male and female competing in two different disciplines. So it to me, it's just fascinating to see. And it's really something that gives a tremendous amount of hope uh, to the viewer because they see that these people are not invincible. They have fears. They have to overcome certain challenges like we all do in our regular lives. So besides seeing the most revolutionary magic in it and seeing like eye candy galore, you're really going to get something out of this personally that you can apply to your own life and be able to see that the impossible is certainly possible. I love that because I'm such a big proponent of the idea that like anyone can learn to do anything. It's just like, you got to get over that fixed mindset. Yes. And, and I love that on your show, you can show that like, you know, I think anyone watches anything that you've ever done, any other performance you've ever done and go, that's amazing. I don't know, how, how does he do that? That's incredible. I think there's something about seeing an actor, a, a musician, a celebrity, whoever it happens to be, that's not part of that magic world pulling it off that makes you go, if they can do that, maybe I can do this other thing in my life. 100%. And what you're seeing them do is not like old, you know, they're doing magic and illusions and escapes that headlining magicians in Vegas or throughout the world are not capable of doing. It's the most sophisticated, um, you know, illusions, escapes, that you can possibly do in the world. There's stuff that I created in my laboratory and there's nothing out, out there like it. Are there things that you're developing now or perhaps you've been developing for 10 or 15 or 20 years that you just need a little bit more till you can put it on stage? Um, I'm always evolving and transforming and creating. That's why I have a 60,000 square foot laboratory, my studio, which is unlike anything in the world uh, from my art form. And we're able to do things at a much higher technologically sophisticated level. And that's why people come to trust my brand when they come see my show or watch it on TV. They know they're going to see things that you can never see any other um, practitioner in my field do um, because it's stuff that I evolve and transform with my full team for, for decades. Um, and so, you know, in my Mind Freak show, I have a tornado in there that I'm evolving right now and just taking it to the next level. I have a snow blizzard in there that I'm doing the same thing. I have a guy that's on fire that interacts in the beginning of a show that I'm working with. Um, so I'm really doing things that are not only immersive, not only is the audience completely surrounded and in the movie as opposed to watching it, but it's things that, um, you know, you, you've never seen before unless you're watching a movie with CGI or special effects. But this is live. This is uh, stuff that I wanted to do not only live, but then wanted other people, um, actors and athletes to be able to take what I've learned and what I've created and be able to celebrate, you know, this art form with the viewers and show people because, you know, we live in such a divided country right now. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal or a conservative, you know, it's so divided. And to me, it's all about light, love and positivity, about engaging somebody and giving them hope and showing them that anything is possible. And I think Magic with the Stars does so much but the underscore, it does that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Since you mentioned movies, I know that you're a big movie fan. What is the best movie about magic ever made? Uh... I, I'm not that big of a movie buff. I mean, there's been several. I mean, if you go classic, it's obviously the Houdini Tony Curtis movie, which is not true. That's not how Houdini died at the end, but it's an interesting movie. Um, you know, you have you have lots of prestige. Um, you, you have a, a variety of movies, um, but uh, you know, they're always presented for me in a little bit more of a uh, in a bubble. Um, you know, Burt Wonderstone w- was done, which had the opportunity to to be something really special and really funny, and it kind of lost or missed its mark. Um, and I, I think it's because you have people that don't really create um, magic or are not doing what what I do every night, and so they don't really understand you know, how to translate that in a way that's believable or something that's engaging in a funny way or in a serious way. Um, So I think, um, you know, movies by and large, you know, are magic in and to themselves, whether they have the subject matter of magic, because it's movie magic, it's how do they create these special effects? So some of my favorites would be things that inspired me like the Terminator, back in the day that had movie magic in there that really was revolutionary for that time. And I was uh, Stan Winston's partner for a period of time and uh, and got to see a lot of what they did and what I did and, and how we kind of combined our crafts to create something very special. And to me, that's really where I'm at. Like my show has... Yeah. 3D without 3D glasses on has practical effects, virtual effects, because there's a half a billion pixels of video in, in Mind Freak at Planet Hollywood. And even on Magic with the Stars, there's more technology in that theater than any theater in the world. You're talking about, you know, 31 flame heads. You're talking about, you know, half a billion pixels of video, um, uh, just, you know, 165 surround sound speakers to create 
sound system that feels like you could touch it. So there's so much technology in there. And I think whether you watch it on TV and you're like, oh, that's not possible that they could do that live. But then you come see a live and you're like, he does really levitate and fly and do this in the middle of pure light. And how is that possible? Because we never seen anything like that, you know? Who's the one celebrity on Magic with the Stars that just blew you away with what they did? You know, there was a few really, really, I mean, all of them, you know, carried their own. But, you know, I thought um, I thought Frank Mir, Randy Couture did a really uh, great job. Um, I thought Donnie Osmond and Debbie Gibson did a really good job. Um, you know, I thought Miles Brown from the show Blackish did a really good job with the levitation. Um, uh, yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of the, they, everybody kind of stepped up and presented what they had to do in a way that I was really proud of whether, you know, somebody won and a person, uh, lost, they both still did, you know, a really, uh, a really great job and they should, everybody uh, that did season one should be proud of themselves, the people that won and lost, because in my mind, there were no losers we we had to pick somebody for the yeah. sake of the television engagement the show but uh, everybody did a fantastic job you have a quote that i love it's life is death without change what does that mean to you well it means that you know we all change every moment that we're alive whether physically mentally or what our interests are or what our life is presented uh, with, you know, death and, you know, people leaving us and people, new people coming and meeting us. Um, it, it constantly changes. And so to me, you kind of have to embrace it, even though sometimes it's very difficult to, due to the circumstances. But if you embrace it, um, I think then it will allow you to live probably a more fruitful life because you're used to change and you accept change. You don't try to fight it. You know, I create things all the time and they're my babies, but I cut and pull things and edit. I never get married to anything in my creative, you know, um, outlet, because for me, it's all about change and growth and transformation and looking for what is extraordinary, extraordinary. Mm. Um, so life, um, is death without change. Uh, because if, if you don't have change, then obviously you're not living. I know how much of an influence Houdini was for you. Which of your illusions do you think that he would be most impressed by if he was still with us today? Um, you know, I think uh, Houdini was a true provocateur, you know, for his day. He did things that really push people's buttons and did it in the name of escape. But Houdini never really uh, took a lot of chances on stage. Like he never held his breath for any significant amount of time on stage in front of the public without having a curtain or some type of veil between him and the audience. And I think, you know, Submerge is a demonstration where we just had um, um, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees and uh, R&B legend sold over 10 million albums, genuine, uh, you know, attempt it. And, you know, I don't know if Houdini would have done that. Houdini didn't want to do a lot of things. He didn't want to be buried alive. 
um, because he said the weight of the earth was too great, I believe. And um, so I, I think Houdini would see a lot of things um, because it's a whole different time. And back then, you know, he could do something for 20 minutes on stage and people would sit there and be engaged. Mm. If I do something for two minutes now, it's pushing the envelope because people have so much information at their disposal, at their fingertips and on their devices that their attention span, you know, is not what it was three years ago, 10 years ago and 20 years ago. Forget about, you know, the early 1900s. Um, so Houdini was able to get away with a lot more picking locks and stuff like that back in his day was a lot easier because, you know, handcuffs were a single spring today. They're a double spring. It was just a different world and he took advantage of it and he should, and he did. And, um, you know, we have to be the best that we can be within the period of time that we're living and performing and, and doing our craft. And, and that's what I try to do. And, uh, you know, we have to embrace the mediums that we have at our disposal. So I remember seeing Mind Freak on TV for the first time, and I had never in my life seen someone do the transition of like eating the camera. Where did that idea come from? I, I think my whole approach to my art form is not magicians. Although I love Houdini and Ricciardi and, you know, certain, certain magicians my my influence came from more pop culture i grew up on mtv you know i grew up on on you know bands like led zeppelin and black sabbath and kiss and uh and great songwriting so you know i think my conscious approach i was very conscientious about my approach back then because i was very influenced by rap and rock and played music and sang so and wrote my own material. So I think that kind of came from that attitude, I would say, that rock and roll attitude came from kind of what my influences were, what I did in clubs, and kind of that, you know, no tuxedo, no top hat, no rabbit, you know, screw to tradition, I'm going to do something that's my own. And I think that's why people connected to me, because not only was I a product of the times, but I also had a message and my message was, you know, when the mind, body and spirit work together, anything is possible. And I just kind of had this attitude, you know, and uh, we didn't see that in magic back then. You know, people were much more reserved. You're going to turn 55 next month, which is mind blowing to me. Can you please tell us where the fountain of youth is? Uh, it's it's not here because you could see the grays. Uh, I didn't get a chance to shave this morning, so I apologize. But uh, no, I, I think it's uh, about, you know, eating uh, right. And I try to eat right uh, as much as I can. I mean, I cheat a lot, especially with three kids. But um, what's the hold I, on? What's Chris Angel's go to cheat meal? Oh, pizza. I love pizza. Oh, chip my language here. Yeah. Yeah. But I try to stay with like protein, like chicken, vegetables. You know stuff like that maybe a filet mignon once a week twice a week um but uh yeah I, and i try to exercise you know I, I i either do a little cardio or you know uh or lift a little bit of weight um kind of roll around uh you know with a little bit of jujitsu a little bit of mixed martial arts i'm into i have a gym in my house so i train doing that stuff and uh getting ready to get back into that really uh in a meaningful way with frank Mir. he's going to be training me um so um yeah I, I just love doing stuff like that i love i i love 
being physical and and then the show is very physical so i do that show uh five days a week wednesdays through sunday and then all the other projects like magic with the stars so i'm always moving yeah. always working and keeping busy yeah you like fall into that same category as tom brady where you, you just you don't age well i don't know about that he he i try to drink a lot of water but not as much as not as much as i should um and uh yeah, it's getting old. It's getting harder as you get older. You know, it's it's not the uh, recovery is not as easy, and and I still do the same pace that I always always did. So you know, right now uh, for me, um, you know, it's it's definitely um, you know I'm not slowing down, but it's not as easy. What was the one? Am I by the way? Is it illusion, trick, stunt, performance? What do you like? Uh, to me, they're illusions or demonstrations. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't really use the word tricks. I know Lance uses that all the time because to me, a, a, a trick is, uh, it, this is a bit, for me, a little bit cheaper. It's like, I'm going to learn a trick, you know? Um, yeah, you could say it's a trick. I mean, I guess, you know, levitating and flying around the stage is a trick, but to me, um, you know, it, it has a little bit more substance there. Um, and it has a little bit more meaning there than just like a car trick or something. What was the one demonstration that put you on the map early on and made people go, oh, my God, you got to pay attention to Chris Angel? I think it was Chris Angel. Uh, I think it was my approach, my look, um, my the way I presented stuff. Um, I've done, you know, thousands. I did over a thousand demonstrations on Mind Freak alone. Um, I just did 75 illusions on television with Magic with the Stars. There's a lot of magic in the series and, and people can watch it obviously every Saturday night, eight, seven central on the CW. And they can see, you know, kind of my body of work because on Magic with the Stars, they're going to see me and they're going to see celebrities performing these effects, these demonstrations. And they're going to see, you know, some of my greatest pieces, as I said, my levitation, my flying, which was named the greatest levitation, greatest illusion of all time. But they're also going to see like, you know, uh, my cutting in half without any boxes completely out in the open. They're going to see uh, the Amistica chair where a girl vanishes and instantly reappears in a split second. They're going to see escapes and submerged and all types of demonstrations that I think uh, are some of my hits that people come to see and they're going to see them performed by by celebrities learning them from me and you're going to see that process behind the curtain for the first time where magic never goes there because you know you're not supposed to bring people in and show them how you do it and train them and see what the training process is but we break the rules and uh and, and do what we what we do and do it for the benefit of the viewer so hopefully viewers check it out magic with the stars cw 87 central um, every Saturday night. Is there anything that scares you? Um, probably the only thing that scares me is when I go before God. That's it. I don't fear death. I don't fear anything. Um, uh, but my faith in God is uh, what uh, uh, I think is, you know, it, for me, is the most important thing. And I don't push it on anybody. Um, this is an amazing country. People can believe what they wish. They can express themselves. I hope still. And, uh, and for me, uh, that, that really is it. You know, um, I try to be, uh, true to myself. I try to be able to look in the mirror, let my kids look at me and, 
I've made lots of mistakes in my life. Like we all have, we all have skeletons, but it's all about life is death without change, about embracing and transformation and becoming better as a human being and as an artist. And I think uh, as you get older and you have three children, um, you know, your, your um, priorities uh, get in order. Mm. So like you said, it's every Saturday night on the CW, 8, 7 Central. Thank you so much for this. I have just one more question for yeah, you sure. because uh, gratitude is such a big thing in my life. I wake up every day. I say out loud three things I'm grateful for, and that's how I start my day. It's beautiful. Chris Angel, what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? Uh, I would say Chenille, my better half, um, my three children, and uh, you know my family and friends. That's that's what I'm grateful for. Everything else is meaningless. You know, um, it means nothing. Memories are what we have to create for others to remember, and that's the greatest gift you can give somebody. You are such a legend, Chris. Thank you so much. No, thank you. And I wish you all the best. And hopefully you'll come out and see Mind Freak or watch Magic with the Stars. But I'd love to meet you in person if you're ever out in Vegas. Let's do it. I'm in Vegas like once a month. So next all time right, well, I'm there, it, I'd love to Let, let us know and we'll get you some tickets and bring whoever you'd like. And uh, I'm sincere. I'm not just saying that. Uh, but, you know, definitely reach out to whoever set this up. And um, you'd be absolutely welcomed and be my guest. It would be an honor. Again, Chris, awesome. thank, thank you, you so for much. being so great. Awesome. Likewise. Take care. What a freaking legend. Thank you to Chris for joining us. And thank you for that very kind invitation to see his show in Vegas. If you're going to be in Vegas, let's go see this thing together. How does that sound? Take a screenshot, share this with someone who loves magic, who loves Chris Angel, and tag us so we can share it out as well. He's at Chris Angel, that's C-R-I-S-S, Angel. I'm at Chris Van Vliet, C-H-R-I-S, Van Vliet. And since he said it during this conversation, it's a quote that I love so much. Let's make this the quote that we end this episode with today. Life is death without change. Mm. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one for some more insight.